Hello and welcome back to the Bigger Picture Podcast. I'm your host Chan and Zhao, and today I've brought Cynthia Jang here with me. You want to introduce yourself a little bit? Hello, guys. I'm Cynthia, and I'm from Beijing, and I've been at NMH for three years. And、right. I'm Chan's friend. You're you're my friend. Okay, that sounds great. So let's talk a little bit about your tabs because you have <laughs> how many? I don't know. Every time I look at your computer, you would have. Thirty tabs on each page, and you would have seven pages open up.、That's、But then you would still find the correct document. Exactly. I don't know how. I have a special talent. In memorizing. No, 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 just kidding. No, I just like. Well, okay, it's a habit of mine. Like it started when I was like in, like middle school. I just like, like, cause like I had, I want, I, I like to open tabs and not close them because. Like for the things I'm reading and I'm not done reading, I don't close them and I like come back to it later. I think、mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back to it later, but then I never. Do you?、Yeah. You never come back. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But like, and then it just keeps on like expanding. Adding, adding. Yeah, yeah. Don't you get tired, or I don't know, because when I do that, when I have so many things going on at the same time, my mind will just. Be so stressed out that I can't function properly. Like I can't have a normal conversation with the person because I would just be thinking of this and that and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.、I、like it's it's there are like clouds in my in my head, clouding the sunlight. Well, I think for some people like you, yeah. But like for others, when we like when it gets to like a breaking point, it's just like. It, there's not, there's like I don't feel stressed about it anymore because I've gotten to like the point that like I'm now embracing it. All these chaos. Yeah, exactly. It becomes part of you. Exactly. How do you even do that? Is it is it is this some musician special thing or what? I think so. Yeah. No, I think it's just my personality. Like. What is your personality? I don't disorganized. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, because like you know, like like musicians, they don't really like follow a strict like organized schedule. I like they just they just do whatever they want and they don't execute their plans like in in order. Or yeah. Like, or like, and they end up just branching off to something else, and that's、mm-hmm. that's th- what I do for everything. Is that you just let the moment of inspiration come to you with everything? Yeah, yeah. Like、hmm. that's why, like, I don't really like, like, like that's、Planning. why, I, I, yeah. And like in school, I take classes that like allow me to like、um, uh, have innovate, my own, yeah. yeah, and like have my own like thoughts, and like I don't really have to like have one answer to something. So like that's why I'm bad at math and science. <laughs> I mean, you're taking a push. Oh, but for a push, you you have a certain level of flexibility when when it when it comes to writing. But then,、yeah. when it comes to memorizing facts, you have to memorize that. Exact well, history、stuff. is like, well, history is different from just like memorizing dates and like events and people because, like, it still allows for rooms f- room for interpretation and like, um, even though like it's it's supposed to be factual, it's、mm-hmm. not. You know, like it's it's. the the history is told by like people and people are biased. That's true. So, it's like when I learn history, I don't take it, I don't、as、take the、facts. same framework as when I solve a math problem. I mean, I would argue that math, on a certain extent, there's like 
you can be creative. I don't know, but no, but like it's, that's it's, like higher level math, and I haven't gotten to it. Yeah, okay, but with science, physics, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I I kind of get what you mean. So what you mean is just you you let you let your mind fly around, and then you pick up things, and you sort of yeah, I guess um, see what comes to you. Yeah, I think uh, like I've not always been like this. Like when I was. When I first came to NMH, mm-hmm. I actually, I actually was less, I, I, I wasn't really procrastinating because I would get all my homework done mm-hmm. um, by the next day, and mm-hmm. like, I, I, w- I was kind of disorganized in terms of like my room and like tabs, but then, yeah, okay, but like, but I still like got things done, and like I had, I had like a good like. Like I I, I I would plan out like my schedule for the day and stuff. But then I think it goes back to like like I still see a correlation between like my my personality and like music because like I just like um like music is a big big part of my life. And before I came to NMH I was playing classical music and I I, I, I I'm a pianist so I play the mm-hmm. uh, classical piano, right? And yeah. then I um I had a teacher and um and i started playing when i was four years old so yeah so like 12 years of classical piano training like taught me about like just like you know, like i had to like it's it's classical piano like you 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 the only thing you don't have any creativity of expression yeah you're just t- you're, you're just, just playing, playing whatever the, the, the composer script, yeah. the composer writes and like mm-hmm. even like how loud you play a note it, it's mm-hmm. strictly written and you have to strictly memorize even when mm-hmm. you like like mem- like even when you're in uh when you're in your recital or in mm-hmm. your competition you if you play like the wrong level of like volume like the like yeah they ju- can tell judges yeah. can tell and people like don't like that but mm-hmm. then like uh when i got to nmh like i i stopped taking piano lessons and mm-hmm. i kind of like diverted from from classical piano, I, I kind of wanted to like uh, explore other forms of music. So like, mm-hmm. uh, in the first year, I joined stage band, and it was like more like pop music. But mm-hmm. then second year, I was invited to play to be the pianist um, in the jazz combo, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I I became accustomed. Not even accu- I wasn't accustomed to jazz at all. But uh, uh, it was the first time I was familiar. I became in I, I came in contact with uh, this new music form and mm-hmm. it seemed so different like it like classical and jazz piano were just two polar opposites because mm-hmm. one is so, so strict, strict and one and is one is like I didn't really know what to play mm-hmm. when like um, Smitty so my my um, mm-hmm. music director uh, the band director was t- telling me to like oh you can just uh, uh, here are the chord progressions just pl- improvise on top of these chord progressions i had no idea what he was talking about because i told him like i i, I need never, to physically yeah. know i have to know uh, to wh- what to play for each note and for yeah. each measure and so mm-hmm. like it felt so un- i felt so uncomfortable for giving me like the freedom and for giving me like the ability to like compose and like express myself in like this setting mm-hmm. and so like but then like the more I played jazz, the more like I felt I had more control over my life. But the yeah. but the more I also like kind Wait, of slack off. Hold up. Off. What do you mean by more control of your life? 
Um, like you like get to know your life better. What, what do you mean? So, well, I think before, like I kind of did not have control over my life in the sense that, um, like I would, um, for example, I would listen to my par to my parents' suggestions, or like I would, um, like listen to whatever whatever adults said and i would do that mm -hmm. and i didn't really like like for example my parents wanted me to go to to to, to go to like a music pre-college and like go to juilliard or like just some music conservatory and in, in mm -hmm. for like uh for uh college but then mm -hmm. i didn't really want to and but like i still like listen to them you are so do you like music yeah of course i do okay no but then to us like it w it got to the point that like even though I liked the music I wanted to play it. Mm -hmm. Every time they told me to play, it, I would not because no, I feel you. It's, it's it's like I just felt so rebellious because I was so constrained and like I like the my my piano schedule is just like six hours of practice every day. It, it seemed too mundane for me, you know. Yeah. And so like, so like I didn't really have control over over my life. Mm -hmm. And and then but then like. But then with jazz, you feel like you own your life. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. That you feel you are original. Yeah. That you're doing yeah. your own thing. And so even when mm -hmm. I, like, when you say, oh, why don't you, like, get stressed about, like, things you don't get done? It's like, I know I have control over my life. So hmm. this degree of autonomy makes me um, less, like, stressed. So you like to, so when you have time, you like to do your own thing. Yeah. And then you don't like to do the things that you're told to. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. But then you would still do the things that you're told to, but then you would just need a deadline for that. Mm, not or necessarily, because even though, you know, you give me deadlines, I still don't get them done. Uh, well, <laughs> I get... <laughs> That's not good, though. No, like, I get I get most of the things, things done, but then for yeah. some, it's just that, like, oh. You just can't. Yeah. Okay, it's like the paper that that we have right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I, I, I kind of get what you mean but for the 12 years that you have played piano classical piano did you always sort of uh liked it or you never liked it or what was it like because you kept going for yeah. 12 years and yeah. that's you don't just say it and do mm -hmm. it i think there's several like uh what do you call it like actors behind like how i was able to like keep continue playing mm -hmm. um first well i started when i was like four so like mm -hmm. i was considered like talented because i i could like play a really really hard like mozart please so basically like there's like different like you know like levels of yeah like, like of piano yeah playing. and yeah. like sure we call it grade and yeah. I, I was playing like so there are a total of nine, eight grades okay. in like this exam, and I was playing the highest grade when I was eight. And what? And eight? Yeah, and I had um, that was also the first time I had I held my first solo recital, and it lasted for like like I had to memorize like a hundred pages of like music, mm -hmm. and I and I just went on playing it for like one and a half hour. And a hundred page. Wait, hold up. That was when you were eight. Yeah. So you memorized a hundred pages. I played like you you wait five, you memorized songs. them or you sort of just memorize and you and at the start you're like I'm not good in memorization <laughs> damn no that is well crazy. music is different well it's different I th I feel like 
everyone can memorize. Yeah, but no, it's but just I think depends. they have different strengths in memorizing because yeah. even though you can memorize this subject, doesn't mean you can memorize some. Other yeah, things. like hi- memorizing history and yeah. versus memorizing formulas or whatever is yeah, exactly. very different. Yeah, and like I had more training in like memorizing piano music because music. yeah, because yeah. you're used to it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so like even though now like like I don't memorize music that much, if you make me memorize, I can still do it easily. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Interesting. and like yeah, so like I think one aspect was that like my parents thought, oh, I like oh like Cynthia has talent in like this area, so like are your parents musicians themselves? No, or no, 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 no. Well, but why my did mom they... used to like mm-hmm. play. He she used to learn the piano so that she could like also like supervise me when I was playing and like, okay, so like she knew uh, how to play. Yeah, but why did they put you into piano then? At, at the first place, or do you, do you know? I the just cause think or? that it's like it's a thing uh, like among Chinese families to like make their <laughs> children play an instrument, and like piano is like the most popular most instrument common, for yeah. like girls. Yeah, for girls. Well, well uh, yeah, boys yeah, too. that's boys, true. Boys too, boys too, and boys too. Because yeah, yeah. I I play piano when I was yeah, little too. Yeah, yeah, I think most people, most Chinese, well. Not most, but I I know a lot of people yeah. that did play piano yeah. and and like little. classical music is a really big mu- music industry like like among like early education in China mm-hmm. as opposed to like like pa- the parents don't even make their children like like play Chinese songs they they'd rather make them play like you know Western classical composers so that's why like, do you know why have you ever talked to your parents about why or no. I've done. I've actually last semester. I like. I like. I was. I was interested in this phenomenon. So like, mm-hmm. I did some research about like, you know, the sociology of music in China. Uh, in my like East Asia sociology. Class. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Keep keep talking. Keep talking. So like. So like. I I kind of asked myself like, why is there like a fever for classical music in China among Chinese families? And I, and it kind of like. So I I I, I did I did some research on it and i found that like it's it's kind of like it, it follows a, like a larger uh political agenda for for like china to like because they associated um western classical music with like so with um it's it, it kind of is a marker for like cultural sophistication or mm-hmm. like okay and like they thought Okay, so if we train our citizens to be cultural sophisticated citizens, mm-hmm. our country will also, uh, we can both, um, they, like, they, like even though it's not like a uh, Chinese song, it mm-hmm. shows uh, we that still have national mm-hmm. pride that we are culturally sophisticated mm-hmm. and that if we like merge some kind of like Chinese element to like this music or like if we invite like uh western like like um like foreigners and like uh like 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 foreign teachers in and like to and we can build our own conservatories we can send our musicians abroad and they can like be the sign of like oh like like they can win international competitions and that also signifies like that china is a like a modernized culturally sophisticated country and it helps us to build our own like nationalism and like spread like nationalism and cultural awareness and so like like it was really interesting interesting. yeah yeah yeah. so so did you know how that started or um did the gov did the government 
start that or it's just something that happened naturally among people um okay so well there were there was like little classical music presence in china before like before the opium wars but then yeah like after the opium war because like uh there, 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 there were more like Western people, like physically living in China. Mm-hmm. They brought their musical f- form over, mm-hmm. and Chinese people accepted it. And mm-hmm. the government also like did not like censure it. Mm-hmm. Like they, they liked it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a form of like like if they came with like hip hop or like rap, mm-hmm. I would imagine um, China, the Chinese government like kind of suppressing these these kind of song forms mm-hmm. because it doesn't belong to like a chinese way of like you know the way of life is more like organized and like um respectful and peaceful and like classical class- traditional yeah exactly and so that's why like the the nature of classical mu- western classical music uh aligns with chinese state values and that's, hmm, that's interesting yeah and that's so like, you think yeah. that classical music thrived only uh, because it matched Ima- yeah chinese yeah. culture mm-hmm. huh, i've never thought yeah. about that before yeah 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 and so like uh so like uh, more people began to like uh listen play and like 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 they they started like um uh, using like western instruments before there was only like chinese instruments mm-hmm. and like uh, they started build building like conservatories and but then after like the Republic of China was founded like mm-hmm. under Mao um mm-hmm. like the state began to use western music as propaganda um like they began to selectively choose composers that represented the USSR and represent communism mm-hmm. and like if like okay if the music sounds really grand and sounds like uh gives kind of helps mobilize uh citizens for example if like a song is um it's it sounds it sounds like it would be a s- ideal song for a protest movement then mao would choose the song and if it was a russian composer then that's even better and he would censure other other composers that didn't really help him achieve his political goals so that was more like that was more music for propaganda rather than the earlier period and then but then after Mao, there was like more mm-hmm. like opening up under like Deng Xiaoping, and then people began to like just embrace more wider like general classical music, music. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, ha- so I mean, since we're on this topic of music, I'm not sure if you researched that part, but w- since what time did other forms of music sort of c- came into Chinese culture? Well, there was, I also researched, um, so, like, not only, I, I, I found during my research that, like, uh, there was this time when jazz came in, mm-hmm. like, because jazz also came in after classical music in Europe and in the U.S., but, yeah. and, and so jazz came to China around the 1920s, 30s, 40s in Shanghai, um, where, like, because Shanghai was, like, the most you, you could international, international like, place uh, for foreigners. And then, like, they came in. But then jazz was considered, uh, like, you know, when I talked about, like, how jazz shaped my personality into being, like, a more, like, uh, yeah. carefree and, like, uh, more disorganized and more, like, more Personal creative and, and more, more, like, yeah, individualistic person. Individual, yes, yeah. that's what yeah. that's well, the Chinese government also thought about the same same thing because they observed they, like the same oh, characteristics, okay. and they thought like, okay, that we can't we can't thing. allow this, yeah, because yeah. they will it will 
like be against uh, yeah because we want a centralized chinese power and we want the citizens to obey our orders if they started listening to jazz what will shape their personality so like so they started suppressing this genre they started associating jazz with um like pornographic images and of Wait, like what uh, because <laughs> they, did they, they yeah they huh. because a lot of like jazz was uh listened in like underground like jazz clubs and like okay. there was maybe like um, I don't know. Like the listeners were sometimes were like With these really. Or what, what do you mean? Had like really like uh flirtatious like women around them. The mm, listeners okay. and like they 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 engaged in like. Is it, is it true though, or is it just the images portrayed? Images portrayed. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So they kind of, pro- kind of like uh, used this as like oh, they associated jazz with like uh underground like uh like uh. Mm. What Under- do you call it? Like uh, culture, underground. Can I say something in Chinese so yeah, they can sure. translate? 下流. Oh, that like, it's like more like n- it's like morally uh, corrupting. It's more degrading. It's, yeah, it's morally degrading d- and morally. And, and so, like, they didn't want their citizens. inferior yeah, or something. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Okay, and no, okay, that that yeah. kind of makes it. I've never thought about. Yeah, that, and that so before. like they just. I like, mean, jazz is still in China right now, though. It's, but it's not really mainstream. It's not. Yeah. Hip-hop is more mainstream. And when did hip-hop come I don't really know. I haven't been... I am interested in, like, kind the of... music like history why, of China? Yeah, and, and like, why, like yeah, I yeah. want to, like, research into, like, hip-hop because I think mm-hmm. hip-hop, is, like, it branched off from jazz, right? Yeah. And it's also very, like, what do you call uh, it? Individualistic. Yeah, and controversial. And, like, y- like you can just, like... You can express whatever you want, and like, like sometimes like the lyrics you're t- you're you're saying it like it, it represents a genuine story on like and and, and maybe like it, it goes against like what the Chinese government wants to hear. But why is it that the hip hop industry is like flourishing right now in China? Yeah, and so that's like something that like I I want to like you know research research more. Yeah. That sounds interesting because by the logic maybe maybe China just opened up much more right now. But by the logic, you know, hip hop and jazz, they are both similar. Yeah. In in in, yeah. in ways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's like interesting. So like yeah, so like, um I've kind of like uh hypothesized that like Western classical music won't be like the like will be gradually replaced by like other forms of music. Yes. As like the new like cultural sophistication education marker because like there's there's obviously there's like it's it's more inclusive right now in society like yes. we accept more different kinds and like there isn't one marker to defining oh if you have high class cultural taste or we have low class yeah huh i mean is is western classical music still flourishing right now i feel like it's i feel like it still is it's no no it's not flourishing but it's like if it's I so if, exists, if you tell me that you listen to classical music, I'll be like, oh wow, like are you're really educated? You must, uh, yeah, be, yeah, yeah, you know, there's still this stereotype going on, and like, but it's not. It's but back it's in not the what, days, it's it was, not what like the young generation listens to anymore. Yeah, yeah. The, I I don't think it, it's so rare to find someone that actually like enjoys and listens to classical music mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah, because it's I don't know. It could be with. I mean, you played a lot of classical music, like 12 years. Yeah. Now. 
do you appreciate the music? Do you enjoy the music? Do you yeah, understand I, it? I like it. I like it for the music itself. But mm-hmm. also, it's like when we're talking about classical music, mm-hmm. we're still like generalizing this 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 genre because this genre started from it. You, it's there's actually a subdivision of the broader classical music called the classical period. Mm-hmm. And then you, ha- you before that, you have the rena- Renaissance period. Yes. You have the Baroque period. Yes. And then after that, you have the Romantic period. You have the uh, Impressionism. And then you have the Contemporary period. But then mm-hmm. everything gets grouped to one p- genre. It's called the classical genre. But you, but it's like, but it's if, you, diff- if, very you, if you listen to classical music, yeah, you can like, tell the difference. Uh-huh. It's so, so different between each each subdivision. Really? Yeah. And so, like, even like, though what, I like... What, what, what so could like, be the differences? Yeah. For example, um, you know Bach? Like, Bach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Johann Sebastian Bach, he was, like, a really famous composer that composed choral music and, mm-hmm. like, composed, like, um, music for the church. Mm-hmm. And these were, like, uh, music that were, like, supported by the European, like... Uh, like uh, monarchy and like yes. they 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 kind of like they paid the composers to write these music even like in the classical period there was Mozart Beethoven they wrote for like the state they wrote for the wealthy people so to some extent they were writing these music not because they liked it but sometimes it it, it was but then more more often was because they had to earn money and they they had to write what the they had to write what it, they know. They knew that the state wanted to hear, so mm-hmm. they wrote according to their catering to their needs. So when I play them, I I, I hear the structure, I hear symmetry. I it's it's like there's dynamics, but then it's very like co- I'm composed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I'm composed. I'm like, um, it's it's not like exactly what I consider as like my like like i don't like those types of Mm -hmm. classical music okay but then when you move on Mm -hmm. when you move on when you move to like um frederick chopin which Mm -hmm. was like a polish composer who like uh even though he also like composed during like a really like like he composed for the state too but then he had more like he 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 started talking about his love stories in these music yeah and he he, like he started describing he he started he started describing stories Mm -hmm. instead of like just describing a church he started describing his own emotional feelings and when i played chopin's pieces i i i have my own i i i I kind of can relate and resonate with him because i have my own emotional stories and so when i'm expressing his i'm not expressing when i play the piece i'm not expressing his story i'm expressing my own story but then i can still like kind of imitate what he's doing but then it's still like imitation it's still not jazz jazz i'm not even imitating right um and then when when we move on from the romantic period to impressionism impressionism is like debussy and debussy is one of the like the composers that i like i just love love so much because it's it's no longer like you can't there's so much dissonance happening it happening it's almost like jazz because Mm -hmm. like Debussy created chords that were that when you first hear you're like this is so bad I can't hear this because it doesn't sound in harmony at all but the dissonance is like um so real that like like when you like get accustomed to this genre I like people say that impressionism is like describing like a painting and it's like describing colors and i see that but then I'll, i also see the the kind of the dis- dissonant and like 
uh, individualistic and more so much more creative like aspect behind that and like the rhythms and the harmony it just mm-hmm. seems so like magical and like it t- just takes me to like like s- some other place like f- like it's so relaxing to hear hear mm. WC and music and so there's so there's there's really a variety of like different like when if you are really a classical music listener you'll know what I'm talking about because there's it among co- composers and among periods there's so much like difference so much like like you can't really general generalize it into one into one genre called classical music yeah so how how do you read not read music but how do you feel and listen from music how do you see the images and how do you sort of know what the uh the artist is trying to say like how did that come to you is that with years of playing and listening and you and then you start seeing things. I or think. How I think does no, that, that that that's like hallucination. What you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I yeah. don't know. Because no, no, no. I yeah. I don't feel it. Because yeah. when I listen to that, I, I'm just listening to music, and I just feel oh, this feels happy. This feels that. I don't. I don't. I don't feel connected. Like mm. I, maybe I'm not there yet. Well, like I just enjoy the music. I don't. I don't feel part of it. I don't see it. You know. Yeah. When I first got started, well, what I. Like when I was young, I I I not I didn't really like. I don't think I did imagine anything or like if I associated with it. I just thought, oh, because my piano teacher made me play, so I'm just gonna play and play it well and like memorize it and that's it. But then, like when I started playing like more like composers from the Romantic period, like Liszt, uh, and Chopin, and um, let's see, like like other like like Schumann and like these these types of composers I started like she started my piano teacher started like telling me that like for these composers you're conveying they're conveying a story and she kind of like started talking to me about like because she knew obviously she knew what like she wasn't making up stories like she she learned music history and that was like so basically for each composer sometimes historians would document like what's going on in their lives when they composed it and sometimes uh composers would write in like their piece or before their piece like context and like background information about this piece why mm-hmm. they composed it well and what 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 how did they derive their inf- inspiration right mm-hmm. and so for a piece i remember so clearly like um in schumann there's like there's a selection of songs uh he titled called childhood memories Mm-hmm. and each there's a, there's a total of 25 pieces i think and each piece is pretty short it's just a page but then each piece is describing a different like childhood scene for example the first one i don't remember clearly but like some some were describing when he was um he was in he was in beside the fireplace uh-huh. uh when he was sleeping when uh-huh. he was playing around well when he was almost like i don't know wait no yeah when he was in a dream mm-hmm. and when he was like just um like like each song had their own theme and like mm-hmm. when i started like kind of like associating the theme with like the kind of like the whole rhythmic and harmonic and like the whole structure of the song i could like understand what he was talking about through 
through the musical phrases. And so the more like, like what do you what do you see or what do you hear? Like, I really have messages? to like I really have to like uh, sh- find, like, an, example. find an example for you to like understand what I'm talking about. But like, ma- yeah, mainly like messages and like they they it's for example like if I hear like like the most um famous piece in his collection was the seventh and it was like kind of like it's called the it's called a fantasy or something like that like it, it describes his dream and it's so dreamy because his his chords he it's slow it's soft and it's very dreamy because like the chords you there's a lot of suspension like when you hold down the chords and you like change to another chord and it's slow and like it just brings you to that kind of atmosphere if you know what he's he's describing right and so like i started imagining what he was imagining and i started recreating schumann's childhood when i was playing and that was like so mind-blowing and like just transformative for me because previously i had never like tried to recreate scenes that like the composer might have did now as i like kind of uh played more like composers from this period i like I could like recreate their stories and that's what I thought like I could do like it gave me a sense of purpose when I was playing like rather than just being like just just going to a competition just winning these awards I was like kind of like I was like the storyteller I was passing on these stories that was deep (laughs) (laughs) that was deep It, it might take some time to for me to comprehend it so wait so when you play you can sort of you relate to the to the piece right mm-hmm. i it's from the, i like do some background research before i start yeah, playing yeah. yeah but then when you so you sort of start processing things or start seeing things right mm-hmm. or start hearing like things like for certain pieces it, it it comes from the how does it come from it from the rhythm from the yeah, yeah. emotions yeah. that you feel it's like mainly rhythm and har- harmony like i can I give you an example, like one piece by Chopin. It's called the C sharp minor, um, C sharp minor, whatever. <laughs> oh, waltz, yeah. waltz. It's okay. a waltz piece. It's called the C sharp minor waltz. And and my favorite piano. Pia- I first, I f- like first my teacher introduced me to this piece, and then mm-hmm. I started hearing recordings of famous pianists who played this, mm-hmm. and I found a recording that was played by my favorite um pianist and Mm -hmm. she played it like it was also her her go-to piece like every time like she finished like her recital for her like for her uh do you call it the encore like when like people like clap and then you have to go back and play another song okay okay yeah and then she she would play that piece Mm -hmm. and i started like hearing her interpretation and even though i don't understand what what story she was talking about mm-hmm. right exactly but i knew what chopin was t- talking like so mm-hmm. he 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 had a breakup with it, his girlfriend and he like or i think it was like or her girlfriend died mm-hmm. but it was some really sad emotional story and the whole piece it it it, it, it the whole structure and like um you can it, sort I, of feel I, the sorry yeah the harmony just describes his sorrow and sometimes mm-hmm. like when i play the piece like like as the more i played it the more like like you can I, relate I, I, your I, own personal sorrow. yeah 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 so i like sometimes when i get super emotional i start playing that piece and like it just it it makes me release my emotions it also makes me 
sometimes That's I even so start cool. crying. Like what? I just start crying because I, I I'm just like touched by my what I I'm hearing by my ear, even though I'm creating it. You know, like I cry mm-hmm. to my own music. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, right now you stop playing classical, though. I know. Right? I still, still I still play playing? in my free time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my main thing right now is jazz. Since I have like, I'm in the jazz combo, and we like we have intensive practice. Yeah. So those things you're telling. So basically, with with the past, you're just telling other people's stories. But now with jazz, you're creating your own stories, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Like you, you're sort of. Um, telling your own stories in the form of music yeah. with jazz. Yeah, yeah. And and do you, so so for example, if I want you to you know, tell me a story of you like running down the hill or something, you can sort of play it out. Kind of, yeah, yeah. By pure emotions and pure feelings mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. like in your mind, you would like what what would you do when you play it i mean i'm i i i'm not there yet as an artist i can show you later when so we have a piano yeah okay so basically you sort of visualize the scene and you would start hearing music with that scene. i use musical phrases to represent that scene so for example wait do you learn the phrases or it's just all natural it's natural yeah yeah improvisation Although improvisation, it comes from, like, being able to, like, well, jazz comes from, to be a good improviser, you have to listen, listen to different recordings to help other people improvise. And you kind of, maybe you, you pick up, like, a few phrases or you pick up, it's called jazz licks that, yeah, you, like, okay. that, that you remember and mm-hmm. you have that. And sometimes when you improvise, you can play something that, like, you've heard from other recordings before. But the ultimate goal is to convey your own story. So, like, even though, like, Jazz composers always, like, use other fr- uh, composers, not jazz composers, but, like, musicians. Yeah. They use different, like, musicians' phrases, and they borrow it. But then they're borrowing it not, not to, like, recreate others' uh, stories. But so by doing that, they have to memorize a lot of stuff. Or not memorize, but they have to listen to yeah, a lot they of things. To, and it's like you have to listen every day, yeah. Every day. Do you do that? Yeah. When? Or how? Or when I when I when, when I you're just homework. walking when, I, or, when or I'm walking homework. when I'm doing homework yeah yeah you just sort of just absorb it and take inspiration. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know if it's true, but I've I've heard like you can see the world with music. Yeah, is that true? Like when when when, when you're just sitting in this room, this room can be music right now. Mm-hmm. Is that is that true? Mm-hmm. Like you can. With our conversation, you can sort of hear music with No, I can place... No. I, yeah, it's like... I kind of see this as like... You put me into a scene, I can create a music for that scene. I can create a background music for that scene. For every scene that you put me into. That is... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, well, I, I can't... Yeah, wow. Do you want still want to continue music in your future? Yeah, I do. Um, I... So I, how does writing come about? Because I know you love writing too. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. Writing is also just like I I, I get to like express what I feel, and yeah, I I okay. I, I like writing, like like I'm good at writing analytical pieces, but then like what I really enjoy doing is so personal sh- narratives. Yeah. Personal and, share your own yeah, stuff. Yeah, personal narratives mm-hmm. and also like kind of like documenting other stories. So mm-hmm. I do some jur- journalism too. Do so you think that originated from music or that just I think always it's, it's, part of you? 
it plays it, it goes hand in hand with me with music because they kind of uh, yeah i can kind of see they're it, coming together it, they're coming together and they're accomplishing similar tasks by just you know like telling stories and like like expressing and like and writing is writing is like it i th- i think it's easier than music because everyone can write but not everyone can like use music to describe their story right that's true yeah but so then that's but then good writing you. is mm-hmm. also really hard so yeah that's true yeah so you have like to you also have to read books yeah, yeah yeah you read books not to like imitate others author styles yeah but to create your own but to develop your own style and your own voice right so it's similar so, similar. so do you like poetry i mean because poetry is sort of like the art or the music of language in mm-hmm. some ways i don't know i'm not i i don't focus in poetry in particular but then mm-hmm. i i read some poets uh i read some poetry from time to time and then i write some poetry um but then my main focus is just still music still no like creative or nonfiction, creative nonfiction, as in like personal essays uh or memoirs and the and also like journalistic writing memoirs as in your as in like actual star my own life yeah hmm. yeah and like like what do it's, you it's write not about just like it's case. yeah so like i write about like um about like i kind of like it, music is a way to like express my emotions right mm-hmm. but then writing kind of I, I i see that as like a form of like coming to terms with myself and my most vulnerable times in my mm-hmm. in my past um because sometimes i'm reluctant to share with people through just telling them yeah right? but then when i write it down it's like i'm not writing for a person i'm not writing for a person to listen i'm writing it for myself for me to come in terms with myself to for me to like for me to like like journaling revealing Mm -hmm. to for me to reveal my what i'm what i fear about the most but then by writing it i'm letting it out i'm letting it and i'm I'm directly confronting it and that's better than just hiding it and so that's similar to playing music yeah yeah exactly like you're directly facing your emotions yeah letting them out yeah that is amazing that is crazy deep I, I I I mean, oof, I, I feel like we can go on for another hour, but it's time is running pretty short. <laughs> unfortunately, that was amazing. That was amazing. I would I would have to listen to this all over again. I'm happy this was on a podcast because <laughs> the content that you just said was amazing. You connected two separate sort of two different things and you sort of chained them all together. That was amazing. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I'm going to ask you this one last question that I ask everyone that comes to my podcast. Did you have a good time today? Yes. Definitely. Yeah? Definitely. Definitely? Yeah. It's good to let all your thoughts yeah, sort yeah. of flow and also come together. Yes. I mean, it, did you know this thing, these things before? Like, well, kind I've of? Well, I never really, like. You never sort of expressed yeah, them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So organized. Yeah. And uh, that's why I love doing this. Is, <laughs> Not only do I learn these, but you also sort of, like, see those. Yeah. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you are still listening because this was absolutely amazing. But thank you, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.